The Poe Politicking Show is brought to you by Audible. With over 180,000 titles to choose from, Audible is great for any continuous learner wanting to grow and expand their knowledge and insight. Go to www.audibletrial.com slash P-O-Audio and get an audiobook of your choice free with a 30-day trial. After the trial, your paid membership will begin at $14.95 per month. With your membership, you will receive one credit every month, good for an audiobook on Audible. Cancel before your trial ends and you will not be charged. So go to www.audibletrial.com slash P-O-Audio and download a free book by Tony Robbins, Grant Cardone, Napoleon Hill, Les Brown, Damon John, and more. Always remember that knowledge is power. Broadcasting from America's finest city, beautiful San Diego, California. It's your number one source for hip-hop and self-help, Poe Politicking. Give it up for the host with the most. He's a lean, mean fighting machine, rich homie Poe. Welcome back. How you doing? How you living? You're now politic with Poe on PoePolitikin.com. How you living? How you doing? You know, chilling today, Sunday. So, you know, I just kicked back on Sundays. I had to work yesterday, but I'm watching the Royal Rumble. And I was watching uh, NXT Phoenix Takeover before that. Pretty good action. Watching Becky the Man Lynch. And that's cool how they call her the man, but you know, because Ric Flair used to always be like, to be the man, you got to beat the man. So that's where they get that from. So, like I said, make sure you check out the site, PoePolitikin.com. I'm on social media, at PoePolitikin. It's PoePolitikin about the G. Shout out to my homie Larry. Me and Larry go way back. We was in the Marines together. You hear the background music? Sounding so lovely, I must agree. And, um... Today's show, I just want to tell y'all what's going on with me right now. I'm being a, hopefully I'm saying it right, Presbyterian. Presbyterian is like fish and a little eggs and dairy. So I'm on my third week. And like, uh, I have some health issues. I've been dealing with some health issues all my life. I have uh, GERDs, acid reflux. I had uh, Heller monotony surgery. So that's like they went to the side of my rib cage and went into my esophagus and like, cleaned it out so my esophagus closes up so I've been dealing with that for a while and been going to the hospital about that so I went to the hospital about it like in, in January early it's still January right now but early in this month I went and um I don't know I just kind of been watching all these documentaries you know they got a lot of food documentaries on Netflix my boy uh, one of them is uh think food over forks and then my boy Ryan, he been a he's a he's a straight vegan. He's doing the vegan one, but uh, you know, vegan is no meat, no dairy, nothing. But he's been telling me about it for a few years, so I tried it and I'm feeling really good. Like I said, it's helping with my acid reflux. I'm not having any problems, and yeah, I think I can handle it. Cause like I said, I can eat eggs all day, so that's that's the thing. Luckily with me, I love eggs, so. If I don't have no fish, I eat eggs. So I want to read this article. It was a 25 benefits of being a pesketarian. Hopefully I'm saying it right. 
in the land of olivers and herbivores. So hopefully I'm saying pest I'm I'm country. I'm from the south, from Columbia, Mississippi. So some of these big words I'll be stuck on. But pescatarian. Hopefully that's how you say it. Pescatarian. All right. The benefits keeps your heart healthy, and I know that you know fish has a lot of omega threes in it. So. You're not eating all that red meat. So when I'm saying pescatarian, that means no red meat, no beef, no steak, no ground beef, no uh, ham, no pork, none of that. Just fish, eggs, and I, I like cheese. So I'm still good because I like the stuff that I really like. I, I still got it. So helpful against cancer. So it says it reduces, uh, it reduces the risk of many health issues. Like I said, that meat, I noticed with me, like I quit eating the meat as much. And I know it's like what my, I said, my girls and all the issues I got. It seems like my food doesn't get stuck as much and it doesn't take it long to digest. So, and I was the type of person, I try to eat meat in every meal. So I really stopped doing that. So I really, I really, that's I'm feeling good, man. Feeling alive right now. I got the inversion table at the house, got a heavy bag. I'm still boxing. So I'm doing it right now. Promotes healthy bones. Boost your sex life. Sex life always been good, but it said boosted, so I pay attention to that. Keeps your hair hair healthy. So I'm bald, so I don't know about that. Keep your skin, improves your skin health. And then I guess another thing I've been doing that might help with helps my skin and my hair too is uh, I've been taking cold showers now for like I would say this whole month, not cold, cold. Like I keep it halfway when I get in, and then at the very end I make it cold. So I've been doing that for a month. It's a lot of benefits about that. Maybe I'll do another show talking about that. Improves your mental sharpness. Fish is protein powerhouse. You know, fish is a real high, um, lean quality source of protein. You know, fish don't have a lot of fat in it. Like most of them, the most uh, fish don't even have skin. I know um, salmon has skin, but they say don't they don't probably eat that because they got fat in it. But that's the best part of salmon is that skin. A lot of antioxidants. Says it's good against Alzheimer's and dementia. Promotes healthy pregnancies. Develop smarter kids. So if you got kids out there, you know, want your kids to be smart. Have me that fish. Boost your immune system. Benefits your immune system. Improves your blood sugar balance. Helps your mood. Great for brain development. Benefits Mother Earth. Improves your circulation. Easy, low, what do you say? Easy and high fat meal planning. I guess they're talking about if you want to do the keto diet, it's easy to do that with a fish diet. Uh, promotes healthy lungs. Supports animals' rights. And then, I heard that thing. It was on Dame Dash. I think it was Nick Cannon and um, Dame Dash talking. Like I said, my boy Ryan said it to me. But they were saying, like, a lot of these animals, man, like, I, re- I really love animals, though, straight up. I love animals more than people. Shit, animals are, like, my little homie Nelson right there, he chilling. He been with me for, like, seven years now, but I always loved animals since I was little. So I really love animals, and they was like, well, you know, a lot of this, like, these cows, these chickens we eat, they act just like cats or dogs. So if that's really true. Um, I don't want to eat it like that. I will say I really like animals, so. And then, like I said, a lot of this meat, has cancer in it. It ain't made how it used to made. It ain't like they raising these cats naturally. They putting shit, put putting 
all this stuff into these animals to these hormones, growth hormones to growing fast. So we eating all that shit and we wonder why our stuff like that spirit, just the energy and the spirit of these animals are off, you know. So it, it, it's, it's different if you have an animal and they just die of old age and you eat them, but if you just slaughtering them and, and you pumping all steroids in them to grow them up, so they're not, you know. So I don't know. I'm just I'm feeling better, so I'm gonna keep doing it. So keeps your vision sharp. I wear glasses, so it improves long-term health. Like I said, I ain't, I'm 37. I ain't got kids yet, so you know I'm gonna have some kids, and I'm hopefully have some grandkids, and hopefully have some great grandkids. So I'm just getting to that point in my life where I'm looking at my age, and you know I want to live longer, want to live a healthier life. So a lot of stuff I've been doing to improve my health. I got an inversion table, so I guess in the next show I can talk about my inversion table, some boxing, how I benefited for boxing. But today I want to talk about this fish diet, so that's it. I'm on week three, so we'll see how long I last. Hopefully, I'm trying to last for this whole month. My girl, she with me. She backslid a couple of days ago. She had beef stew, but she said she's still with me. And then uh, I tell you some of my hacks, though. So my hacks is. I was telling myself I have to eat more fruits and vegetables. So you need, if you're going to be a pescatarian, you need to at least eat, I would say, two, two to three servings of fruit a day because that'll kind of replace all, all the meat you was not eating. And then eat more vegetables. So I'm not eating as, I'm still not eating as much vegetables as I should because I would say, I would eat, say you eat three to four times a day, I would try to have at least really four servings of vegetables, like three servings of vegetables. Yeah, make vegetables the most servings, and then the fruit, because you don't want to eat too much fruit, like a lot, a lot of fruit, because fruit got sugar in it still, so you don't want to just eat too much fruit, but I always say, with me, I eat, try to eat a lot of vegetables, then the fruit, then the carbs, like at first I didn't like eating carbs, but since I'm eating, not eating meat, I have to eat a little bit more carbs, but then even with the meat, like I said, we're eating eggs, uh... What else I'm eating? The fish. I like fried fish. I don't like shrimp as much, but I, I'm going to start eating shrimp. And then, like I said, the hack is going to Target. And Target has all these meatless meals. They're like, they're under $5. All these meatless, like meatless, whatever meat you like, they got the meatless version of it. And it's like plant-based. I was reading the ingredients. Uh, some of the ingredients, like I said, I would say 95% of the ingredients were, were cool, but it was a 5% of the ingredients kind of a little fishy. But if I'm not eating no meat, I have to, you know, get it, get my protein in somehow. But it was really good. So we've been eating the, uh, we ate the ground beef, the meatless ground beef. We put that in the tacos, ate some tacos like that. And then I ate, uh, what else I ate? I had some meatless wings. They was pretty good. We ate some meatless, like, stir-fried meat, teriyaki meat. It's pretty good. Then I bought the, um, I bought some more. So whenever we get eat those, I'll try those, too, and let y'all know how it goes. But, yeah, if anybody has any tips on being a pescatarian, they got any meals they really like, or they got any questions for me that you just want to learn, just hit me up. That's at popolitikin.com. And I appreciate all my listeners. God, I got a homie at work. I ain't going to say her name. But uh, she's at work. She probably listened to the show. Shout out to her listening to the show on Spotify. Appreciate the support. And I'm about to go into it. Like I said, this is kind of half of the show. If you want to listen to the rest of the show, or the show in its entirety, you need to go to 
pole politicking. That's the whole podcast. This is just a special podcast I'm doing for Anchor. Shout out to Anchor. But the entire podcast is on pole politicking, and it's on um, where am I at? I'm on iTunes. It's on Spotify too. So if you found this on Spotify, politicking with pole on Spotify, pole politicking is on Spotify. So about to go into my interview with my boy Lucas Hex. He switched his name up. The last show he was Drew Brees. So it's the second interview with Lucas Hex. Like I said, WrestleMania weekend. I'm chillin', chillin', chillin'. So like I said, I appreciate the love. Everybody listening to me all over the world. Got some shirts coming out. Got the heating press on. Working on these shirts, my design. So need that support. Got some dope shirts coming out. So until the next time, thanks for Paul taking with me. Ah, Popolitikin.com. Yo, what's up? This is Lucas Hex, and I'm out here Popolitikin on the Popolitikin Show. Check me out and let's get it. Diamond knots in my flashlight. 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 Why you acting like we're buddies when you know we're not? Why you fake depressed when you're in love with everything you got? Why you talking like a killer when you never pop? Made yourself a junkie cause you love the way a 30 rocks. Yeah. Gotta make it stop, get your lips up on my cock. Sucking up won't take away the fact that we can sense the apps. Yeah. Don't you ever try to tell me nothing. I know every wrong I ever made. I'm just a piece of shit, I'll meet the blade. Blade. Hold my feet up to the flames like Try to crucify, blood is running dry Ay, Everybody up and went away I bet they see the truth, yeah, I bet they smell decay Decay, 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 decay I'll tan your wrist, so moss inside no light comes through and I count each grain as the time goes by I don't get the love of one or what I think I've earned I self-destruct, I need my crutch I know the way I live's absurd I motherfucking fade away Make you say goodbye today I've been mellow since the oxy put me in my sunken place like, Ducking warrants, I'm abhorrent, keep that energy This nicotine, the only thing I love that's been a friend of me Now I turn to black, fade, ash, fake fucking clout Boy, I'm buddy-buddy with the demons, got you bloody now Now, I Huff and puff out, brick by brick, tear this motherfucker down But I'm leaning in my seat, catching flies from the nod While my wifey's meeting girls, I'm just trying to meet God Welcome back to PoePolitikin.com, your home for self-help meets hip-hop Make sure you go to Spotify, type in PoePolitikin, listen to all our interviews for the past 10 years one, two, one, two. I'm in a place to be with Lucas Hex. How you doing, bro? What's going on? How you doing? I'm great, man. So, seems like you got a name change. So, I guess you can talk about the name change. <laughs> Remember, last time we interviewed you was Drew Brees. Yes, sir. But I was asking you about that. Yeah, probably some copyright shit. You got to change your name. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, as silly as it sounds, when I first started, uh, when I first started rapping, I picked the Drew Brees name, uh, 
I don't want to say as a joke, but I was like a young kid and everyone always called me Drew. So I was like, oh shit, this makes sense. And uh, I don't know, I guess as things started growing and this isn't going to shock you, but there's a bunch of other Drew Breezes out there. And then everyone kept asking me if I was a Saints fan, which I don't know anything about sports. So it, it just seemed like time to change the name. So what does your name mean now? So Lucas is a family name, essentially, is a, a, a name that was going to be for a relative that uh, passed away. And Hex is because um, I'm into, uh, I guess the easiest way to say it would be like uh, magic, uh, chaos magic and, and rituals, things like that. The Kabbalion, just kind of, you know... Uh, we'll, we can call it counterculture, but just different types of religious aspects that aren't necessarily the typical ones. Oh, I thought they was call, it was called a cult. <laughs> yes, yes. Counterculture. So what you into, guys? I mean, I, I read about that stuff. What you into? Uh, well, the, the biggest thing I'm into, um, I, I really, I'm in, so I like uh, chaos magic a lot, but the two things that I really have been uh, doing a lot are uh, sigils and um, journal magic, which journal magic is almost just like uh, manifesting. So to make it not so ridiculous and occulty, you could almost just call it like uh, you could say like I'm a maniac that almost believes in a more grounded version of the secret. Though yeah, I think that the secret's crazy. What do you mean by magic journaling? What's that about? So, like, they'll call it magic journaling, but it's pretty much not much different than, like, um, writing down your will uh, into existence. So rather than, like, uh, geez, I hope I get this promotion, it's writing down, I'm going to get this promotion, and when I get it, I'm going to get this raise, and it's going to, it's almost just writing your will into existence, and that's really helped me with like, I used to be super negative. Uh, you know, I had problems with addiction and all those things. And it was um, being super negative, that mindset, it just kind of helped to, to, to make it slightly more positive, you know? So I think last time we talked to you was probably like a year, year and a half ago. So what you been up to? Uh, so since then I went on, well, obviously it changed the name. I, uh, I went on, I went on tour, um, I put out an EP. Uh, I got to work with um, this producer, Ned Arb, who I think uh, probably one of the biggest things people might know him from is he was one of the early producers for um, Little Peep's early stuff. Um, not that I, I sing because I don't know how, but um, I got to work with him and go on tour and things have just been kind of steadily growing. It's been kind of sick, honestly. Just trying to climb, you know. So what you working on right now? So right now I got a new album coming out called uh, uh, Blue Carolina. It's uh, it's my first official full length album. So it's you know uh, all the things that come with that. We're trying to get more tours and all those things because I love playing live. But this being my first full length album and not like an EP or a single or a poorly put together mixtape like I used to do. It 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 feels more like a. Uh, like a culmination of where my head is at now, you know? Man, what do you love about music? What I love about music is that it feels, it feels like uh, 
the age-old cliche that it feels like my therapy. I mean, don't get it twisted. I also have to go to real therapy because I'm good and fucked up. But uh, I've music feels like music, writing, performing. It feels like you know getting to let my demons out. It feels like getting to actually be myself. You know, uh, show my actual face, so to speak. And what is hip hop to you? Hip-hop to me, uh, it feels, it reminds, it feels pure to me. It reminds me of my childhood. I think about, I must have been six or seven, and my mom would always play like uh, Madonna or Elton John in the house, but the kids in the trailer park brought home uh, Snoop Dogg Doggy style for the first time, and that was the first time I had ever gotten to hear like hip-hop and rap, and I, w- and I, I was blown away. Like I... It, it was obviously way better than the Madonna my mom was playing, but it was, it was, it, it just amazed me. And it's, it sounded so much like what was going on around me, you know, growing up broke and nights we had to steal food so I could feed my mom and my little brother. It, 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 it just felt pure. It felt like, it felt like what I felt, but I didn't know that that was out there at the time being so young, you know? Yeah, it's funny. I actually like Madonna growing up. I still like Madonna. I bought a Madonna vinyl the other day, and I was like, oh, shit. She was hard. She was hard. <laughs> so I want you to, um, how, would you, how would you describe your style? Uh, my style, it's, oh. it's heavy. It's rambunctious, I guess. I like, because um, I've always been in, for the whole time I've been into hip-hop, I've, I've also been into, like, metal uh, and, and industrial stuff. So I... My style, I would say, is it's it's darker, obviously, being into like some of the occult stuff. Um, but it's also the way I could describe it, the way I like to describe it, at least, is um, I know he gets a lot of shit, but I love him. But it feels like uh, like old Waka Flock of Flame if he was in a metal band. That's kind of how I feel. Like I love seeing like mosh pits at shows and like just getting to scream. It feels like the most like raw form of aggression and getting to kind of tell my stories so they don't sit and rot in my gut. That's kind of how it feels. What's industrial? Industrial, like, um, like old, let's say old nine inch nails, but you know, they're a little more rocky now, but old nine inch nails. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely more on the metal side than the, than the industrial side, but I'm trying to experiment with it. But, but old nine inch nails kind of. All right. And then what you was talking about this a little bit already, but what are some of your interests outside of music? Uh outside I mean, obviously like there's the 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 normal shit, hanging out with family and all that stuff, but it's I I don't know. I I I like to work out even though that's kind of fallen by the wayside being in the album process. You know what I mean? I I I feel like once I get into the process of an album, it's like all consuming to me, but I like to cook, work out, um, you know, hang out with my girl and not think about music because I've become super neurotic. Um, uh, I like to write just for myself, like write poetry or songs I would never ever like put to music, just things that are for me. I don't know. It's weird because music is like, as much as it is kind of becoming a job, it is like, it is still truly my passion. So like, I like to just sit and find new things or new artists or new bands or anything, you know? What advice would you give to new artists? To 
I mean, I guess it's easier for them now that more than ever, but to, to be yourself right out of the gate. You know, it's when you first start, I feel like every new artist kind of feels like they need to they need to be like the artists that they like, you know, or be like what's cool and, and, and you get kind of scared to share who you really are, your real opinions or whatever. But I would just say that there really is a lane for everything and everyone and just being yourself right out of the gate, knowing yourself, making what you love and being unapologetic about it. I, and also not being afraid to take risks both musically and in business. I feel like that's, that's the best thing anyone could do for themselves just starting out. Oh yeah. And I was going to ask you too, like describe your process of creating an album, like what you go through. Oh man. Well, it starts out with me, um, uh, usually I'll pick, you know, 10 to 15 beats and I'll write to all of them and then I'll tell myself that I'm garbage and everything sucks and I'll delete it and I'll start again and I'll pick um, like 10 new beats and I'll say, oh, these are good, but I suck. And then I get super depressed. Um, I, uh, I, I'm, 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 I'm being obnoxious, but I'm, I really do like... I have such a self-doubt because I never want to do wrong by the music or, I mean, even my own thoughts and feelings. I just pretty much, man, I have to live life. So I, I don't even start thinking about beats or writing until, like, I've lived my life. Because don't you know how sometimes you listen to artists and you feel like they're just, even if it's just a single or an EP or whatever, they're just releasing shit to release shit. It's like, oh, they sick another song about how cool you are and that's awesome i love making those too but like sometimes i feel like you have to live life a little bit before you can even think about it don't say well, what do you mean by live life what is that to you um well i mean i guess the unfortunate part about it is you know go through the struggles that you go through see how they shape you how they kind of manifest into your life see you know spend time with your family eh, have that fight with that fucking internet troll you don't like like fucking just kind of enjoy your experiences and i know like i know some artists that ever like if they get in an argument tomorrow there's a song about it that night and that's awesome but i kind of like to let it sit for a couple months and see like get a broader perspective on it and then i feel like i'm approaching it from a more honest place you know what i mean rather than as soon as it happens what would you like to say to your fans and supporters? Uh, I'd like to tell them thank you because obviously um, it's, I mean, it's unfortunately it's been a long road. You know what I mean? It, uh, but it's, it's crazy because it feels like things are, are finally where I always wanted them to be. You know what I mean? Like, or, or, or they're getting there, I should say. Like the album's coming out. I have a release show coming. There's, you know, I've, Last night, my song just premiered on um, a radio station out here, like a, a big radio station out here for the first time. It's Things are actually awesome. So I, I would just like to say thank you for sticking by me and letting me have the courage to be me, you know? And anybody just not hearing about you through this interview, why should they go check out your music? Uh, I think because it's something different. Um, and I think that we all need something different. Like, let's say you're not even into... Let's say you, you only like boom bap type stuff and you hate anything metal wise. I think you could still listen to my lyrics and find an honest perspective. Um, and I, I, I think you could find something that you could re relate with. 
especially someone that's, you know, gone through struggles personally or, or with family or friends or whatever. Um, I just, I think that it's something different and I think that it's something honest. And I think that, that that's, I don't know. I feel like that's refreshing. I hate to talk about myself in a positive way, but I feel like it is. All right, man. I want to say thanks for coming through politics with me. Thank you. You got any, uh, you want to tell me your social media name thing? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Instagram and Twitter is at LucasHex570, uh, Lucas and Hex, spelled how you'd imagine, L-U-C-A-S-H-E-X. So LucasHex570, um, you can find me on Spotify, iTunes, like all the digital places, just searching LucasHex. And um, uh, Facebook is facebook.com slash LucasHex.